This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. All right, as promised, we are joined right now by a member of the Dodger broadcast crew. He will be on the Apple broadcast crew tonight, calling the game for Apple TV, the Dodgers and the Giants. Two-time All-Star Rookie of the Year, none other than the D-Train, Dontrell Willis. Dontrell, how are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling blessed. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. Good. It's good to have you. So, Dontrell, let me ask you this. I know that you love baseball. You know, getting to hear you call Dodger games as, as frequently as you do, you get excited about it. I'm a big believer in the baseball gods. that they, they smile on you sometimes, sometimes they don't. Okay? I can tell that you believe in them, too, just by the fact that you're laughing, right? Could this be the year that the baseball gods smile on the Dodgers? You know, 111 wins last year, bam, they get clipped in that opening round against the Padres. They've been the best team a bunch of times over the last few years. This year with so many questions, could this be the year just because baseball's weird? Uh, You know, baseball's romantic is the term I like to use. And so (laughs) all the adversity that this team has dealt with and Dave Roberts in the front office and injuries and guys not getting off to the start that they wanted to, it could possibly be that. And, and it's obviously going to start in on the mound. I'm a firm believer in that. And it's a lot of youth on the mound right now with Bobby Miller and Ryan Pepio and obviously Emmett Sheehan. But, you know, when, when you're young and dumb, you just understand that you don't even know what you're getting into. And sometimes that's a good weapon. And so with all three of these young men that I know very well, you can see the talent. You can see the mound presence. And when you look at them, they almost look like they've been in the big leagues for a very long time. And so, uh, you know, I believe in these guys, and obviously Clayton Kershaw has to be the master splinter of the, the Ninja Turtle clan, but, uh, you know, to the, the, the set those guys straight. But I definitely believe with this offense, uh, they can go to the World Series and represent the National League. Dontra, I know we still got a little bit of time left before the postseason starts, but what kind of conversations do you think Dave Roberts is going to have with these youngsters with his experience, experience as a player, experience obviously now so many years as a manager, a very successful manager? Um, what what can he do to help these young players who have never been in this position before and are going to be asked to play big roles in the postseason? Well, the one thing that's great about Dave Roberts is, you know, being around him closely in spring training, he handles the pressure and the expectations very well. And so it's almost like a father figure type thing. And it's not just with the young players. It's also the relationship. And you've seen on clips with him talking to Clayton Kershaw and some of his veterans. I mean, if you ask Dave Roberts, hey, how you doing, Skip? I mean, he'll run down everything that's going on through the whole spring training day. <laughs> and you just, you just ask how, how he's doing. I mean, he's a very prepared manager. He's a guy that loves the game, I mean, every single day. And so they definitely lean on, lean on him for just the, the, the postseason experiences because, I mean, not only as a manager, as a player, he's come up with big plays. And so who better to learn the toolage from than Dave Roberts? In, in my opinion, in his Dodger career, this might have been the best manager year that he's had, especially dealing with all the adversity. And so it's a trust, it's a belief, especially with his coaching staff and with his players, and I think he's earned that right. And so the young players are definitely going to lean on him as far as how to handle the pressure in the big stage. Dontro Willis will be calling the Dodgers and the Giants tonight on Apple TV+. Plus. Joining us here on the Trav and Slee Show. So putting all that stuff together, with what we saw last night with Emmett Sheehan, with the young pitchers that you mentioned, with Dave Roberts having uh-huh. the best managerial year of his career, in your opinion, 
Is there more on his plate this year than ever before because there aren't the established roles? You don't have those four starters you're going to roll out there. You got your seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning guys established way before this starts. Does he have more on his plate now than ever before heading into the postseason? Well, I mean, managing or coaching in L.A., you always have a full plate. I mean, this is the standard of Los Angeles, and, and that's why we love it. And so I don't think there's going to be any adjustments. Now, I do believe he's going to have to play well, and what I mean by that is if you have a young rotation, once you give the ball to that bullpen, everybody has to be correct, and you cannot give away one inning, especially with these high-powered offenses. It's looking like they're going to go up against the Milwaukee Brewers, which has a talented pitching staff, but if they get past them, you know the collision course that we all know and love, especially with the Atlanta Braves waiting in the, in the wings. And so you're definitely going to have to be correct if you get a lead. And so I think that's where the pressure comes. But at the same time, I mean, you know, he's been dealing with it his whole Dodger career. And so you know, I'm very proud of him is just how he handles the media, how he handles the staff. And so, you know, the plate is always full when you're, you're in L.A. because it's championship or bust for all the sports. Dontre Will is taking some time to join us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Apple TV Plus tonight. Uh, the Dodgers and the Giants at 7:10. Dontrell, um, I'm curious. You know, I, I know we're we're starting to jump to the postseason, and I, I know we're looking at the Dodgers already 94 wins. We'll see what total that they end up with. Um, can you summarize this season? Think of how many different obstacles that the Dodgers have overcome to be in this position to really have control of the division all year long. Um, I know that comes with the territory. I know this is just something that the Dodgers do year in and year out. But there were also a lot of people that weren't sure if the Dodgers would win the division this year. When you look back and you look at what they've accomplished up to this point, did this go as scripted for you or was this uh, was this a lot different than you expected? You know, you know, in the first two months, obviously the bullpen didn't get off to the, the, the historic start that they got in the year before. And so you're, you're kind of wondering as a fan and as someone that covers and you're seeing the Diamondbacks and you're worried about the Padres and you're like, uh-oh, this might be the downturn. And so that's what I mean about Dave Roberts never faltering and never like giving that panic button in that locker room with all those egos and, and allowing guys to be able to get settled. And so, you know, I, I think he's done an outstanding job. I felt like the whole time being around these guys very close, they knew the road in the West still came through L.A. And so that's just poised in, in, in better leadership. And I love the signings by, you know, Jay Hay and Peralta. Mm-hmm. And, and so Andrew Freeman's been outstanding about getting guys like Lance Wynn and, and being, being able to be impactful and, and so I almost wish I pitched for a Dodgers because it seems like they elongate everybody's career. It's like this magic <laughs> blue elixir that they have, you know what I mean? But if you're in, in their inner workings of this organization, they're well-prepared, they convey a message, and there's a respect level not only to the young players but to the new players that come in that are veterans. And so it's a fun-loving group. They're very close, and that's very rare for a team that has a lot of guys making a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of sure. egos, you know, but they, they, they trust and believe in each other. And so – you know, it it, it 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 was fun to see those guys kind of you know take over the West and start the boat race everybody, and so they won me a lot of uh, Mastro uh, seafood dinners because <laughs> uh, I told everybody I said, man, this team is not going to go away, and so you know you know when you overcome adversity like that as a group, it makes you stronger and it makes you believe, and so it's a different tone because last year they boat raced everybody, and so the finally when they had an adverse time, it was too late, especially in the San Diego Padres uh, series, and so. I think it's a different ball game. I think they're ready to go out there and prove uh, that they can win a world championship, and they feel like they have the, definitely the offense to be able to do it. 
Duntrell, I'm going to fight every instinct I have and ask you 45 follow-up questions about the Seafood Tower at Mastro's <laughs> because I have a lot of them, but I'm going, to, I'm going to set that aside for a second. The the talk of baseball all this year has been Shohei Otani and what he's been able to do. You had nine home runs in your career as a major league hitter, as a pitcher. Will right. we see more guys like yourself be given a chance earlier on, whether it's in the minor leagues, whether it's you know early on in their career, to try to be two-way guys? Because obviously pitchers don't hit anymore. Will we see guys like you who could swing a bat be given a chance? Well, I, I appreciate that compliment, but I, I don't hold a candle to Shohei Otani with sure. my cute little nine home runs. You know what I mean? But sure. no, I, I think what you I think what you're seeing is uh, organizations are allowing players that are athletic to be athletes. And so you're seeing that, you know, across the board in all sports. And so if you're able to be able to stay healthy and impactful, hell, why not? You know what I mean? And so Shohei unfortunately got hurt, but he's still with one arm, one of the best hitters in all of baseball. (laughs) And so, you know, everybody who talks about his contract not being 500 million, well, I'm like, well, at the plate, he's still going to make 400 million. So I think (laughs) he's going to be okay. You know what I mean? And so, you know, absolutely. And, and me, I was a field rat. I, I never wanted to come off the field. And so that's where my love and my passion of the, the, the baseball game came about. And so you're seeing a lot more of these athletic kids come up, you know what I mean, in, in the minor leagues and what have you. And so, hell, I'm all for it, man, especially if you can do it at the highest level. And then you have stuff like Shohei Otani where his slider was harder than my fastball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you definitely, you definitely want to see that, especially at the highest level. Dontrell, final one for me, and we appreciate you joining the show if you could kind of finish off what the blueprint would look like here, the Dodgers make it to the World Series if what? Can you kind of lay out what you think has to happen for them to get there? Well, you need your two MVP candidates, you know, and Mookie and Freddie Freeman continue to be two of the best players in the game, of their leadership. Uh, I love to see my role players be impactful in that lineup and the Peraltas and, and, and obviously the Chris Taylors be impactful. I need Mac Muncy to run into one home run a day. He can strike out twice. I'll be okay with that, but I need him <laughs> one home run a day. Uh, and really, it starts and ends on the mound. And so I need Clayton Kershaw to get that little Tom Brady elixir and, and, and go deep in the postseason and really just set the tone and take the pressure off the, the, the young ro- rotation. But I need those dogs, especially the youth, to be outstanding. And, and so far, they look good. They're not afraid to throw inside. And, and really, home field advantage. And, you know, as, as an opponent playing in Dodger Stadium, Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine is one of the most daunting places for opposing teams to win baseball games. And so I need them to be loud. I need those, those cervezas to be flying everywhere. <laughs> and I, I need them to really put pressure on the opposition. And so if they're able to do all that, I, I, I think it's going to be a parade in Los Angeles, absolutely. Dontrell Willis joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. Very quickly before we let you go, Dontrell, how many oysters are we having on that seafood tower? I can't help. I have to, I have oh, to man, know. I, you know, I, I'm an expensive date, man. I need a couple more lobster tails and some <laughs> crab and all that. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I told Mookie Betts, I said, listen, man, if you want to come with me on this dinner that y'all paid for, bro, it's all good. But, you know, when you see market price on there, you know you're going to have a good time. <laughs> Well done. Dontro Willis will be on the call for Apple TV Plus tonight, the Dodgers and the Giants. Thank you, Dontro. Thank you, guys. Take care. You got it. That man knows what he's doing at the dinner table. Well, I, I love, you know, initially, I, well, I was going to say, initially <laughs> you said, hey, I'm not going to, I got a lot of seafood tower questions. 
and then you had an opportunity. Like, let me close this out before I get. It. I got one quick question for you on that. Oh, no, Travis and I have seen that seafood tower in it, man. I will tell you, he, it's so good. The, the, the oysters was this the key? Yeah, yeah. the oysters yeah, yeah. are kind of the deciding moment because the crab. Everybody's going in on the crab. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going in on the lobster tail. So and, how tall is this? I'm curious. I, mean, well, I can't picture Emily, my mind. It's a, it's a wonderful question. <laughs> and Nine then, feet. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let me sit back and get comfortable with this. It all depends on how much you order. Of course, right? Sure. You if you just get something. Let's just say it's shrimp and oysters. It's going to come in something that's maybe eight or nine inches tall, right? Neat crushed ice. Ice, yep. But if you get the crab, if you get the lobster tails, if we, see, if we get more instead of four oysters, maybe we're getting a dozen, right? We're going to add a second layer to that. Now, all of a sudden, we're about a foot and a half in the air. If we got a How big many table, layers can we go? Three? I, I've seen three. I was yeah. going to say, I think three is the most <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen three, there. Right, and they put the little Tabascos and lemons and, and horseradish mm-hmm. and cocktail sauce. They kind of sprinkle them around. It's really a lovely combination of vitamins. That's amazing. Hey, so when I win Market this, uh, when I win this NFL picks, we can go to Mastro. I was just going to say, you can pay. Yeah, there it is. I was right? just going to say, the last thing you want is Trav to win the. <laughs> well, look, we'll uh, we'll, out we'll figure it out. I, I I knew he'd know the right answer to that. That that's what he wanted to buy. I knew that he had a lot of things going on right there. All right, um, Dion and the Oregon Ducks on Saturday afternoon at twelve thirty. It is arguably one of the biggest games of the weekend. What if you gave Dion a real program? What happens after that? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Are you dealing with a dead battery? If you are, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer the free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not or if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement, they can help with that as well. And they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So the next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So Dontrell answered the question the way that I think most guys would, but I want to double back on something real quick, and it's not the seafood tower. (laughs) You're looking surprised. Yeah, I don't know. No idea where we're going here. What happened to you? It's not the seafood tower. He said, well, I'm not Shohei. I, I wasn't suggesting that. That dude could swing a bat. Nine mm. home runs as a pitcher. And Dontrell played a, a, a while in the major leagues, but it's not like he played 25 seasons, right? He he had a – Tennis around there? I'm going to tell you right now. He played nine years. Okay. And he hit nine home runs. As a pitcher, that's a lot. And by the way, he played a decent amount of that time in the National League or in the American League. He had two seasons or two and a half seasons with the uh, Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Right. So there was a designated hitter there where he wasn't getting at bats. So he could hit. 
And, and I think this is one of the things that we haven't seen the fruit on the tree yet, the Shohei tree. Okay. But it's coming. There, we're not going to see Shohei 2.0 anytime soon, but we're going to see what we talked about. You're going to find there's there are guys out there that are of the quality of Tony Gonsolin on the mound plus Chris Taylor in the batter's box. Two pretty darn Two good, good examples. major league players. Yeah. They're not multiple-time All-Stars, yeah. but they're pretty darn good, and they can do both. What what Otani has created is no, we may never see it again, but I think what Dontrell said about, look, they're allowing, baseball's allowing, you're an athlete. And if you're an athlete and there could potentially be more that you could bring to the table, this isn't the best example, but remember when Mookie, kind of like, all right, I'm kind of getting a little bored and right. Can I get a little more action? Well, Mookie is an athlete enough that you can put him in the infield yep. and he's not going to hurt you. And it's not he's not doing it for selfish reasons. He just thinks he can do more. Fills gaps. Fills gaps. And it gives the Dodgers a little more flexibility. If you have three outfielders and, and you were allowed, boxing out Hayward one, you were boxing out one that can actually be another good bat for you and, and you're weaker in the infield with mm -hmm. your bats or whatever the case is, um, I think that you know it allowed that. But I think what you just played out, I'm waiting for this moment. I'm waiting for a pitcher who's got a four ERA yep. and hits – 18 home runs a year. Hits 240. And has hits 240 <laughs> and has 56 RBIs. Something like that. It's going to happen. Shohei created something that it's Shohei's Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. That that's not coming. Shohei again. is a Lamborghini and yeah. you're just saying do I have a car that can go around and kind of not just get me from A to B but I can also be proud enough to park it at the valet. You know, he, there's a little bit. He's a Lamborghini and an F150. Like he's both of those God, things that can dang be. Dang it, that's a good point. What you're going to come up with is he is a Honda Accord and you know a a U-Haul. Yeah, you, you need these things. Yeah, they work, right? And and they're, they're very valuable. Shohei never. We're not getting another Steph Curry anytime soon. Sure, but he had to break it so you could get Trey Young, right? Trey Young's not Steph Curry, but pretty good. I mean, that's pretty similar style. Yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so Colorado and Oregon. You may know this. I was shocked when I looked at this this morning. What do you think the line is? It's in Eugene, okay, okay. Colorado and Oregon. What do you think the line is going into this game? All right, I'm going to say. Um, I want to guess two. Okay. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go a little higher than I probably should. I'll go eight and a half Oregon favorites. Okay, Oregon uh, by eight and a half. Em? Ducks by six. Ducks by six. Jorge, you want to take a guess? Uh, ducks by twelve. Okay. Now, now before anything, based on kind of how you're, is it a lot closer? So is it a lot lower. I thought it was going to be about six myself when okay. I went to go look last night. It's Oregon by twenty and a half. What? I win. It's Oregon by <laughs> twenty and a half. It's Honestly, Oregon. It's Oregon oh, by three touchdowns. That's rat poison for <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. It's Oregon by twenty. That last night may have moved nine, but it's not going to move a ton. I guess like no Travis Hunter, they think that they could be scored on a lot. I don't know. I, I, it's what, twenty and a half, regardless were, of the reason. The way you were setting it up, I'm like, wow, is it four? It's is not. it three and a half? Twenty, 20 and, and a half. half. Three touchdown number. Okay. Okay. And the reason it is is not because Dion isn't awesome. It's not because Shador Sanders isn't really good. It's not because they don't have a, a good team. It's 
This is a team that was thrown together on the fly, sure. and it's not a bunch of five-star guys. It's not a bunch of guys that have played together for a real long time. Yeah, as yeah. great of a start as it is, I think people are still going to say, okay, hold on. There's a reality to their – Oregon's been building a program. They've had the same coach for a couple of years. They've, they have an established brand that they've been able Quarterback. to Quarterback. All of these things, right? So it's, it's more of a known commodity. What if you gave Dion one of those programs? What if you gave – instead of giving Dion the very worst – Power five program in the country, which mm-hmm. is what Colorado was, one and eleven. They were not. It's not a euphemism. They were the worst power five team in the country. Can I can Why I stop on? you? How good of a program are you talking about? Because a what good you're, one. Okay, so like, for instance, I'll, I'll the give you top some ten programs, or could it be a top thirty program? Top thirty program, right? He's not going to get Alabama. Sure. He's not going to get Ohio State. He's okay. not going to get one of you know Notre Dame. I don't think I mean, right. He could. You're you're probably right, Em. It, it, but I think there's probably a stop before that stop. Yeah, right. Like there's got he. He probably won't go straight to Alabama, but I also wouldn't be shocked if he did. Okay, I, I think I, I think I agree with that, but I think there's probably a second stop. Can yeah. I can I tell you what sort of program he should have his hands on? Sure. UCLA. Hmm. In Los Angeles is Coach Prime in LA. Not in Coach. Not not Boulder. A brand. Athletes everywhere in yeah. Southern course. California. Of course. The access to the celebrity structure that Los Angeles is built the on. The NIL yeah. opportunities NIL. in Lots the of market Royces. of Los Angeles. <laughs> Lots of Rolls Royces for Shadur and his siblings, yeah. right? Do you see how much Caleb is making, how many commercials he's in? We'll get to him in a second. The rivalry between USC and UCLA. Lincoln Riley Lincoln and Deion Riley versus Sanders Coach in Prime. the same market. Is there anything less LA than Chip Kelly? Like is there is there anything that that says what's the opposite of Los Angeles? It's Chip, and Chip's Clay been. Elton. You might be right. I found one. You might be right. But Chip Kelly has done a good job, not a great job. Right? Yeah. it's been good, not great. Why? I mean, does that not make all the sense in the Pack world? Pack the Rose Bowl. Pack the Rose Bowl. Look what he did at Look Colorado. at what conference you're about to go to where yeah, you're going to take on 10. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. He just took the worst program in America and has made them nationally relevant in three weeks. Yeah. Give him Los Angeles. Give him the structure of the Big Ten that's coming up, the money that's coming up, the NIL money the kids available. Kids recruit Ooh. in LA. Oh my gosh! And let him sit there and let that thing come together over the course of a few years. I mean, UCLA, I don't think has won the conference in nearly thirty years. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's been thirty. They've had some seasons that are good, but no, I think it's just been the year. thirty years since they've been the best team in their league. Mm-hmm. So why not make it awesome? If you're not going to win the league, why not at least do something awesome? And Dion at UCLA, what is a $15 million buyout at the end of this season? If he left this season. 10 at the end of mm-hmm. next season. That's give, nothing. Give that Dion would have to nothing. nothing. What is that to UCLA? It's, no, it's nothing. 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 Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. Okay, I got a Why would you, for you stay in Boulder? Well, this is this is my question. And I, DeMarco and I. I'm a genius, by the way. DeMarco and I talked a little bit about this last week when you were gone last week, right? Yeah, all that <laughs> when you were gone. Just you dislike, I dislike everyone in this room right now. Did you go to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly being treated like I did. Yeah. All right, but when DeMarco, we were having the conversation, and I was telling him after the TCU win that they got, and there was just an interview that I just I couldn't get out of my head. He's talking with Michael Irvin, right? And he stops and says, he says something to Irving. It was something Irvin. About, or, Michael Irving. <laughs> Michael, Michael Irving. Irving. There's probably a Michael Irving out there. That's Kyrie's brother. <laughs> Literally. 
But he stops and tells him, he goes, can you imagine if I got some four or five star recruits? And he's talking about the line. Right. And the reaction right. was like, you know, you could see her like, uh, like he kind of put his hands on his head. He's like, no, I can't imagine because look what you just did so quick with the program that you're talking about. Here's the thing that I have trouble processing. How long is he going to be at Colorado Not when long. all those resources come with other teams and markets? Yes. Okay, but what about the Flatirons? What about the Boulder Tea House? What about <laughs> the coffee shops? What about Pearl Street? There are lovely things maybe, about Boulder, Colorado that maybe he loves. Maybe he's an avid mountain biker or snowboarder. Exactly, or so, that we have no like idea it. about. Hey, guys, let's not forget about that factor. It would That be could come up Amazing. It would be amazing. But I, it, it does. It makes way too much sense. And Chip Kelly hasn't been awful, so I, I I don't think that UCLA would just pull the trigger on Kelly unless they have some weird. And they look, they, they look like they're pretty good. This year. Well, I was just but gonna all, say. Imagine don't you want to hit had, a home run? Imagine if you had a. If you asked today, and you can do this behind closed doors, and you were the athletic director and yes. the president for UCLA, and they said, "Listen, you can insert Dion Sanders." I, it's impossible that anyone would say no. They're it really, talk, truly would be the stupidest thing that you can do. They're the talk of college football, whoever gets him next. Assuming that the – look, Colorado's not going to go 12-0, and 0, but if they go 9-3 and 3 or 8-4 and 4 and then we're 1-11 and 11 and all these things, they don't have a bunch of 4-5 and five stars. Give him time to build what he is that he's building already. Give him the right city. Give him the right support. Give him the right rivalry down the street where they're already, you know, getting close to where they used to be. It just makes way too much sense that I know that Dion, you know, A&M and these other places that are, are Jimbo Fisher's dying on a vine out there and he's yeah, super expensive. Yeah. And that makes a whole lot of sense too. UCLA, you don't think Dion would like LA? You don't think that Dion would fit in well here? That Dion would be able to take, when was the last time UCLA was able to steal shine from the from the SC football program? It's been a long time. Yeah, long It's time. been a long time. They would instantly be the more interesting story maybe not the more popular team yeah. but they'd be the more interesting story the day that they made that announcement and it's a place that he can get players to want to come yes which again i mean texas a&m playing in the sec it's it's a great way to get have someone there but would Deion be happy at but texas socal already has so, cool. so many of these star athletes yes. these high school athletes that are yes waiting to go to other places most likely not ucla you get to play against Michigan, yep. Ohio State, yep. Wisconsin, In Oregon, Washington, Washington, SC, what, Penn State. Like, what? The, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You want and, to snowboard? And, You're two hours away from right. Yeah. Go mountain high. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll drive them up there myself. Too. By the, the way, this by the way, to play with what you just said, I think it's the most important thing, and you'll have a fair shot. That 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 I think is the most important thing is you get to a program that you have an actual fair. Shot. Do I think it's going to happen at UCLA? No. I just have a difficult time thinking he's going to be at Colorado in a couple of years. One last thought on this: twenty how, and a half how, points. How many do? You, how many programs around America right now are going? Damn! Why didn't we do that? The, why, why, did, why did Why did Why did Colorado see them. something that we didn't see? Of them. Why didn't we do that? There's pro- dozens, probably. Do- they they in two weeks they lose to Oregon. They lose to SC. Yeah. They're three and two. Uh-huh. What happens moving forward? I, I said this from the beginning, and I was trying to explain this, that, listen, I'm not going to expect them to win these games, but can you go beat some of those other ranked teams in the Pac-12, right? Like, 
you don't have to go beat SC and Oregon, who might be two of the top 10 programs in the country, no question about it. But there's other games that are going to be kind of defining most. Can you get seven wins this year? But I think we just got so caught up in their 3-0. and and the, the longer they stay in – look, if they lose to Oregon this week by 10 points, that's okay. Don't lose by 30. Yeah. Right? It, it, it's fine. 10, 10 points is fine. Beat them. Forget about it. We all know what that is. Lose by a C by 13? It's not the end of the world. Beat them. Forget Another about Another four-hour game? Imagine that. <laughs> oh, man. Against Oregon? Pack a lunch. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, Catch be... a movie? Yeah. <laughs> Catch the end of that? Two. Double feature. Imagine <laughs> you ate your carne asada burrito and then oh, those stop. and those fries. I'm still. And it was 8.30, and you had to wait till 11.30 for the game to end. You know what a giant pile of carne asada needs? Fried potatoes. And that's what we did last night. It's delicious. Factor Cap's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey guys, you guys should be happy hey, that yeah. I have a voice today because I, <laughs> a lot of like I did a lot of talking yesterday. Two hours of talking. Again, it did take me right back to sorority recruitment where I just had to talk, talk, talk for eight hours. Did a day. you like the, the being on? You're in the sorority. You yeah. are the one judging the rushies. Yes. By the way, it's called recruitment now. I don't know if you know that. I uh, was aware. <laughs> I am aware. I'm just saying rush did, because people around here that are listening know about it. But if you ask me in private, I would say recruitment. Did, did you enjoy the thumbs up, thumbs downing of the fellow uh, sorority sisters? Uh, I didn't like it because, you know, I felt like I, I was empathetic because I was on the receiving end of that at one point in time. And yeah. I got a lot of houses that did not want to bring me back. So there's I, I, I try to be very kind to people when Good I Good for it, you. But, I so, would have loved it. <laughs> you would have loved it. Uh, and also, we don't really do like Can I whole... tell him? I'd be like Jerry Jones in, in uh, Hard Knocks. Like, uh... all right, we're going to cut some guys today. Camera's rolling. All right, bring him in here. Watch this. Yeah. Like, he seemed to love cutting guys. Yeah, it was also on an app, too. He just ranked them, and then he wrote a little thing. We don't in, do in a collective. Recruitment? In recruitment. We Ooh. don't do a collective uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. It's you not sh- like Animal House where you throw things at the, uh, no, the projector. There's way too many. There's <laughs> way too many. Uh, anyway, uh, no one needs to care about that. But uh, so Stephen A. Smith obviously had a terrible uh, first pitch, and uh, <laughs> Molly Quirum today on uh, first take, instead of sitting down in her spot, she had home plate in her spot and said, oh, he couldn't find home plate, so I found it for him. <laughs> so Stephen A. should be embarrassed. Travis, factor cap. It's a really good question. Um... I'm 51% cap. I will give him credit for being willing to go out there and do something that he very clearly has not done probably 10 times in his life, and that's throw a baseball to target, right? Because you you could just tell, right? As it's a, difficult. It is difficult. That's what I was going to say, Em, that that is one of those things that if someone hasn't shown you how to do that and you've done it a bunch of times, it's going to look bad like mm-hmm. that. And that's just, he's not a baseball guy. You know, he probably does other sports. And as a kid, I don't, and if he did play baseball as a kid, then he should be embarrassed. But if this was just something that I haven't done a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, if the Yankees said to me, you want to throw out the first pitch, but you got to do it left-handed and blindfold, I'd do it because it's Yankee <laughs> Stadium and it would be awesome. Uh, fact, he should be embarrassed. <laughs> but it's okay. Like, it, 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 there's been worse throws, much worse 50 cent. First yeah. pitch. I think Connor McGregor have a really Conor bad McGregor. one. Oh, yeah. There's been people that have – don't be the worst. Like, if you're ranking the worst first pitches ever, I don't think his is going to be top 10. It's not top 100. Okay, so yeah. because of that, he should still feel embarrassed because we're talking about it and there's a little bit to that. 
What he should feel more embarrassed about was when he was boxing. I still don't know what that video was. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. I still yeah. have no idea. I'm like, tell me that was a joke. Yeah, that's what I was That one's a lot worse than his first pitch. <laughs> All right, Jorge? Uh, no, uh, fact. He should be embarrassed. Uh, this is the guy who talks a big, you know, talks about all these athletes and how they should be performing. This is your spot to shine, homeboy. You just got to throw once. That's all you got to do. Just at least do it right. Okay, this is – Lob it uh, up there. Question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do, Underhanded. Do, like, do we care about his sports takes any less because he's not a great athlete? I no. don't. I, I unfollowed I, him this morning. Yeah, but like, <laughs> he, he is what he is, right? He's a, he's a guy that gives you his opinion. He lets it rip every morning and that he can't play catch doesn't change that weren't you the like uh weren't, didn't the morning show do it once lz and them guys at angel stadium i did it at angel stadium okay. before i worked here oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, something i want to do though because like, he had the three digit uh jersey in the that's back. enough yeah. emily we, I, we, we, so, you didn't have to uh, come in with i've heard the story <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> nice. buddy's like you're the only one that like, can wear a three digit number and it doesn't look weird it's not it's not cool <laughs> all right so that's not cool, guys. burger king is having a new homecoming uh special all right so they're encouraging people to go to Burger King before going to Homecoming. And the deal is um, two Whopper Junior sandwiches, two milkshakes, one order of onion rings, and one order of small fries uh, for $10. So it's a decent it's a decent meal yeah. for uh, these kids, again, for Homecoming. They had a lot of like stylized uh, images of this Homecoming uh, shoot. So um, it's also Homecoming season. So you remember your Homecoming dates. Uh, Jorge, factor cap. Cap. Never went to it. Never paid attention no? to it. It wasn't my thing. The only thing I went to in high school was prom. And that's because a friend of mine who wanted to go, but her boyfriend didn't. We both played soccer, so we knew each other from the so- you know, soccer practice, whatever, the whole night. And then she's like, hey, do you, want, do you have a date? And I was like, I wasn't even thinking of going, but if you want me to go, I'll go with you. So, you know, I went with Erica. Erica was her name. And I, I didn't go to anything else but prom. Trav? I'm married to her. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah. But I, what was the date like? Did you guys get dinner beforehand? Did yeah. You, did so you we drive together. I, I don't remember where we went, but I remember going, and we went with one other couple. I want to say my friend Kevin Kiyomura, as a matter of fact, who I mentioned the other day that Kevin and his date. I forget who Kevin took, but yeah, we went and we went to dinner. I think it was like a like a sit down restaurant. kind of. And we're all I'm in a stupid little suit, and she's in a, a dress. And we're it was Denny's. Yeah, it, it wasn't Denny's, but it was like a claim jumpers. It was something like that. Sizzler. It was. It, it well, was, claim jumpers is like claim in high school. Is, I'm like, oh, is, okay. yeah. It was something Doing like a big that. Year. Al's really close, but yeah, no, I vividly remember it. Yes, Al. Cap. I'm actually with Jorge on this. Uh, prom was the only one that I went to. That was the only one that was really a big deal. But could I go back real quick to this the idea and the concept for Burger King? I love it. Like I, I think of like the fast food. I used to go Jack in the Box. I think I'd always say that. Jack in the Box was my go-to Jumbo in high Jack. school. With Jumbo cheese. Jack with two tacos. Tacos, yeah. That's what I was getting. You get yeah. the two tacos and the Jumbo Jack. Good, and I was walking out, 213 was the total. $2.13. <laughs> For three items? Jumbo Jack was 99 cents. The yeah. two tacos were 99 cents. What a, what a win. I was walking around like, you get a coke? I'm good, guys. I'm good. I don't know if I got a Coke. I, I think that was <laughs> too expensive. I think so I went home. <laughs> got opened a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> opened up a Coke. But I, I love the concept of doing it. I think it's a good idea. I like that they give them the crown as well. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of a cool This guy thing. said I didn't buy the Coke and I had it at home. <laughs> Cheap, dude. Big time. <laughs> the Coke from there is better than one at home. Those, no, those fountain, fountain, yeah. fountain coke is yeah, off the, the, the cheap thing that was. That's... Did you not remember what he said from earlier in the week? We said your mom would only like get the hamburger and then put the cheese cent. on at home. We'd get the twenty nine cent hamburger and we'd have to get the cheese from home. 
hey, we had a system. Dime here and there. No coke on the <laughs> restaurant for sure. Yeah, I, I went to all my homecomings, and I also went to two proms. We did junior senior prom, uh-huh. and I also went to homecoming. But only one of them did I have like a true date to homecoming, and it's very funny because he just wore a very oversized shirt. <laughs> it, it we both did not look good, and the po- the pictures just like could not be further apart from each other. So that's really, you know, the love connection that me and him have. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever do like the. Uh... R-rated podcast version of our show. Sure. I have a prom story. It had nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. okay. but then mm-hmm. it would get me in deep trouble if I told it. Yeah. Um, but is this it, the story? No, it's not the story. This this was it involved me, but it wasn't me, and okay. we'll just leave it at that. All What's right. the one where you dress the same as Sadie's? That's where the girl asked the boy. Sadie Hawkins. Sadie is, Hawkins. Yeah. That's why you dress the same. Yeah, I did that one too. Prom and Sadie's. Well, you're supposed to dress the same for all of these. Well, supposed the to colors, match. Yeah, right? it's just no, match. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the one I got invited to was like, hey, you got to wear this, you know, red outfit. I'm like, done. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. Jumpsuit. <laughs> okay. So, um, on this day in 2004, uh, one of my favorite shows came out, and this is it's Lost. Yeah, I, knew, I, I was going to say that. Lost came out in this day in 2004. Uh, I was Never obsessed with it in high school, and oh, then weird. I have been doing a recent rewatch of it. I'm, I'm I'm not super far in. I'm kind of doing it every other day, kind of thing. But uh, in this concept, they all go to an island and uh, they have a plane crash, and it kind of everybody has their role. There's a doctor. There's someone who goes and is the enforcer. There's someone who is like the mother of the group. So you know what role you would have if you were on a deserted island. Uh, Travis Fetter Cap. Cap, and here's why. I I don't really know how to do anything. You know what I mean? Like like I couldn't do You could be the funny guy. There is a funny guy in the show. No, that I, I already got I already got a role for you. Like, okay, I mean I already got a because role for like you. I'm not the one catching the fish. I'm not yeah, the one yeah. building the shelter. I, I'm not got, the one treating can a broken I help leg. You? Yeah. You prepare the food. Nah, that's my role, homeboy. Yeah. I'm the chef on this one. <laughs> okay. But, but that would be something that, you know, you're not going to go catch the fish, but somebody caught it, and then we're coming to you like, hey, do what you can here. Okay. I, I think you would like that. I would love it, but I yeah. think that, look, if we're going to need we, – we're trying to survive on a desert island. I don't know if we have a designated chef. I need somebody that can do no, something there, other there than is. that. there is. There's people that catch. There's people that cook. Okay. All the 100%. things are decided. Great. Yeah. Here's the fish. Here's corn here. Make something gourmet. Where, where's, my, where's my Cajun <laughs> seasoning? <laughs> can I door dash a seasoning bag to this thing? Al? Uh, I'm going to go with – I think I'd be good at uh, trying to put together the shelter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a little bit of, this is so not a good example, but you go camping and everybody kind of takes a role. So Trav, I think you would, in camping, it's like everybody's got to do something. All right, you're putting up the tent, you're doing this, you're doing that. Okay, you're preparing the food. Okay, you got the fire going. Everybody's got to kind of do something. The guy that's sitting there in the chair just sipping a beer like, yeah, it's great. No, you can't do that. (laughs) Have you met my brother? (laughs) 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 Is this Thanksgiving? Let's move on. All right. Well, yeah, well, All right, Jorge. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you, I think, would like that role preparing the food. I'm good with the shelter part. I would do shelter. I'll, I'll do if you're gonna prep the food. I'll do the hunting. I'll, I'll get okay. the fish. I'll, you know, whatever we need to get. You know, I'll, I'll wrestle it or whatever. And what would you I think do? Already? I think we're uh, all ready to do it. I think that I would probably be kind of like organizer, okay. and I wouldn't be. My, I would be okay with going out on like the. Um, like treks that they're like okay because for example in loss they're like we need to find out what this thing why this thing is doing this thing and i would go out and walk in that big group of people and help make decisions when she said resets the button in that little bunker that would be that's the only thing i know about when she said organizer (laughs) i thought she just basically meant like slee you're not doing a good job enough job (laughs) at the shelter trav where's the seasoning here what is this (laughs) 
that's the organizer, kind of, right? Like, you'd be the forewoman She's on the, the job. She's the CEO. When you yes. said the guy that sits back with the beer, Travis has said, oh, that's me. <laughs> right off the bat, man. I know that we'll was leave, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> I'll leave it alone. I had a different thought. And we'll, just, we'll keep it moving there. All right, Puka Nakua is having a monster season from the Rams, but I heard something that I don't love. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Friends. Yeah. Like, you'd have to really be off the grid to not know that one. Let me explain. So, today is the anniversary of a lot of uh, TV shows that came out. And because it's the fall book, and so we're going to have a lot of these on this day and whatever. So, this is the anniversary of when Friends premiered on this day in 1994. Do you know how rich those six people are? Oh, my God. I mean. You kind of ruined Friends for me. Not the, just what they got paid at the time, their syndication. Oh, my God. Bro, the, the, the syndication has got to be more than whatever it was at I, the time. Without question. All these streaming services now, they all well, want they don't an get as much money on for that, you to that. come. So like, no, the streaming, they don't, but it still plays on TBS. Exactly. And so that's the big money. Yeah. So streaming is like pennies. There's a reason Jerry Seinfeld collects Porsches and doesn't work, right? Because that show's on every day in every country all day long, and he probably... I mean, I can't even imagine what that is. So growing up, um, I watched Friends, but not really. I had two sisters, right? So have two sisters. But they Friends was like on all the time. Mm-hmm. Knew the characters, knew the episodes, knew kind of the, yeah. the whole thing. And I never really thought too much past that. Then we started doing a show together, and you start making fun of Ross, and you start kind of laying out some true facts a little bit about yeah. the show. You kind of ruined Sorry, it's not as funny as the other contemporary shows of, of its time. Oh it, no, no, it's it doesn't like the the classics, right? Whether and, and maybe it's just era. It could be. It could be. That. No, I don't think but, it's era. Like Seinfeld is still really funny, and it, it was right? on the same time. It, as it was the Simpsons of those era are still really funny. Yeah, that there are some shows that hold up incredibly well. This isn't terrible, but it's not. I never stop and watch an episode. That that's the that's the gold. Did anybody ever watch Living Single? That was with Kim Fields. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's essentially the same story. And right. also, everyone's tried to recreate Friends and do Friends, but everybody lives yeah. in Chicago. Right. Friends, but everyone lives in L.A. And I, no one can capture. I've said the right. zeitgeist that Friends had, but How I Met Your Mother isn't that different. Just the no, concept. It's the is same different. show. Yeah, it's exactly. Just well done. The Office <laughs> and Seinfeld are the two. The Office is still funny. The two yes. that, if it's on, I have no problem watching. Anytime you put me in any episode, I'm watching it. They are the richest people that you're ever going to. Oh yeah, they're, they're and continue okay. to get richer as it. And they as were it goes rich at the time too. They're getting yep. paid a million dollars an episode that yep. last season. And they were so smart because they all went in together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't One's getting like, paid more. Right, it wasn't like Jennifer Aniston, who arguably was the breakout sure. star Most of this popular thing, went in and said, "Hey, pay me ten million dollars an episode or a bounce," because you can write her out if you get the other five. But if they all go in and say, "We all want two million X an amount. episode," it's like. We either keep this thing going or it's gone. I also did a Warner Brothers tour, and so you know we do you do all the stops, and so uh, friends filmed on the Warner Brothers set, and you can go get your little picture taken on. There's like a a chair, the the couch that's like big and hard and fake, but it has a really cool background. Yeah. That looks more like the opening scene. Yeah. But then you can get the couch that's actually the real couch they have preserved, and you can take a picture on it. Mm. So my sisters did that. So even it's even if it's you don't think the show is the cool, the coolest yeah. thing? It's still a um, iconic. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like I love Lucy is 
awful in every possible way, but I get it. I get that it was iconic of its time. You know why it's important. Yeah, yes. It's not for me, but yes. So real quick, Slee. Lucy. Yeah. If, uh, I, I told Slee my prom story during the break. That's That would get me in a lot of trouble if I told that story, right? Not like in the universe, but in my not life. Not in the universe. In your own personal <laughs> life, you should not tell that story for your own safety. Yeah. And I yeah. told you if that happened to me, what would happen? Yeah. It would, look, I it, wouldn't grow up here. It would not have gone great for me either. Yeah. But thankfully, it didn't happen to either yeah. one of us. But somebody we both know. Yeah. And then what we didn't do, I think I was telling you this, I, I didn't. You know, in high school, I didn't drink. I didn't do anything in high school. Nothing. San Diego State, I don't know, like... Made up for lost time. Yeah. That wasn't good. That wasn't good to go from that to San Diego State University. Well, that's like going from preschool to a doctorate. Like, that's that's from... Like, San Diego State is Well, legendary. you can relate. No, no. Santa Barbara's got a, because a, a graduate program as well. Very similar. <laughs> yeah, it's that. it's a yeah cool. I'll get to that later. Where are we going tonight? They got McBurley twenty five cent monsters on Wednesdays. Countdown on Thursdays. You know what's funny? Buck night on Fridays. You know I still funny? remember. You know what's funny about all that? By the way, I'm with you. There was like uh, what was it? Moon doggies, PB bar and grill. Yeah. Tuesdays you're at Moon doggies because of the sale is this. Right. Anyways, but you know what's crazy with all that and all the distractions? I still got my stuff done. That like I I still made sure to get my stuff done. As dumb and as idiotic okay. and as much as you drank and you smoked, you know, did that. you still got my stuff? Done. Did you just do it to get it done, or did you do it to do it well? Oh, just to get it done. Me too. My brother, my degrees in communications. Yeah. <laughs> and you talk every day. You use your communication skills. It's every true, day. but it's so by far the easiest. It's the thing path of to... least resistance. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have a political science degree, so it's not super far off. Yeah, right? that's, that's... You either do it because you don't want – there's two reasons you get a political science degree. You're interested in going to law school. That's a good reason to do it, right, which I was not. Or you do it because there really isn't a right answer. As long as I fill up the blue book with enough BS, this is at least a C, <laughs> right? That If I can just write and fill up this whole blue book with nonsense, you can't not give me a C. Remember I was trying to – figure out my major and i'm looking down I'm like communications <laughs> what the hell is this i'm I, in i it, it's i don't have a ton of regrets in my life but one of the things that i wish i and it's not regret is the wrong word because stuff has been i've been very fortunate and blessed and all this stuff but one of the things i would like to i would have liked to have taken that part of my life a little more seriously because i was interested in it like it was when i when i would go i'm like well, that's kind of interesting, but I'm like, yeah, but Burley's, they got 25-cent monster beers. But I gotta go do actually, that. I, I wanted to work so bad. Like, my mentality was, I was working during, I was working during high school, I was working during college, but the mentality was, can I just, okay, I got it. I know the real world's come. Can we just get this done? I, I, I agree with you. You kind of regret that a little bit. I want to talk about Puka Nakua and whether or not you just continue to hammer the gas with him and your expertise on the Chargers, not necessarily right now, but having lived the Charger lifestyle for a number of years, I got questions. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.